Life is precious. We all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's happening, everybody? I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Account for Life podcast. Look, how to start over and live abundantly. We we are continuing our conversation about abundance and and, and just coming into it and, and how it's a different way of thinking. And today we're going to go look at a story that that I believe uh, will help us to set a really good, solid foundation on how this how this abundant living can happen for anybody, anybody who's looking for abundance. If you understand what we're going to talk about today, you can start over today and you'll live abundantly. So we're going to jump over into the word of G-O-D, the word of God. We're going to jump over to the word of God and we're going to go into John. We're going to go into John chapter three. And in John chapter three, John chapter three is going to give us a foundation of what we are talking about today. I'm going to read it and I'm going to read down to, I think, like verse. I'm read down to verse eight. I'm not obviously you can go back and read the story. This is a story about Nicodemus. Nicodemus, everybody knows this. If you are, you know, if you're a kingdom person, if you're a Christian, you heard the story about Nicodemus. But we're going to tie this in to abundance today. And so there was a man. Of, of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, but wait a second, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we can't, we can't overlook what he did here. He came to Jesus by night because he, he's like, wait a second, I've been listening to this 30 year old, I've been listening to this guy, this young guy running around here talking about something that I'm like, yo, what is he talking about? Remember, Nicodemus represents a group of people. He represents Christians. He represents religious leaders, people who are in charge, people who are, you know, flocking people, taking people down the road and teaching people what they should know. And here he's like, wait a second, this is this is not what they taught me over at Bible school. (laughs) This is not what they taught me in rabbi school. And and so I don't know what he's talking about, but I got to I got to meet him. Let's keep going. Um, We know that thou art a teacher come from God. So he's saying, look, we know. So he's saying more than him. We know you are a teacher that comes from God. For no man can do the miracles that thou dost doest, except God with him. So he's he's recognizing, like, man, I don't want to miss this. And then and, and then he's and then Jesus said to him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Nicodemus, my son, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's a key word there. He can't even see the kingdom of God. So let's think about this. And I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause really quick. I'm going to pause really quick. Let's think about the kingdom, right? And let's think about abundance. So when we go back to Genesis, we was in Genesis chapter two uh, yesterday or the day before, and we we introduced the fact that there was gold in the land. 
So there's money in the land. Why is there money in the land? Well, there's nothing to buy. There's, there's onyx in the land, bdellium. There's all the precious things that, that, that we love, the resources that like, oh man, if I could just have these things. So God put the things right where, right where Adam was living, because that's a part of, that's a part of living. So first we have to understand that in order, in order to start over and live abundantly, we're going to have to, we're going to be born again just so we can see it. Oh man, because look, man, I wish I had somebody to help me right now, because I'm telling you, you can't even see it if you're not born again. So Nicodemus is there. I already know Nicodemus's brain is, is about fried at that point. He's like, what are you talking about being born again? Let's go ahead and pick this back up. Let's go ahead and pick this back up and um and, and finish up so we can finish the story. How about that? I don't want to keep you here all day. Let's go share that. Make that bigger. All right. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh-oh, verse four, Nicodemus says to him, how can a man be born when he is old? So, so here it is, Nicodemus does not even understand what Jesus is talking about because most, most of us probably wouldn't understand. He's a, he's a leader. He supposedly understands God now, but, but, but let me ask you this question. Let me ask you, do you understand how to be born again? Do you understand how to start over and live abundantly today, right now, even though your bank account's empty, even though the business is not doing well, even though your health is failing, even though you got problems in your marriage, even though all hell is breaking loose in your life and you're trying to figure out, well, Lord, why, why is this happening to me? Poor me. I can't believe that this is what you're doing to me. I've heard the stories. Just like you've heard the stories. Maybe you were one of them. Maybe I was on a bench at some point. I got a story for that in a second. Then he says, can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus is looking at him. I can imagine Jesus looking at him like, son, son, son. You just don't understand. So he answers. He said, very, very, I say unto you, except the man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What? Two things now. First, he says you can't even see the kingdom of God unless you're born again. Then he says you got to be born of water and the spirit. So now, now Nicodemus is really confused. Are you confused? Many of us get confused here. Oh, I need to get baptized of the water. No, that's not what Jesus said. Don't get it twisted. The water. What is the water? Born of water. What is water? You got to be born of water, one, just by coming into this world. You're going to come through your mom's womb in the water. So he's saying born of water and of the spirit. Now, the spirit, ooh, the spirit is the interesting one because, because, because the spirit, no one can see what and when and how that takes place. That's another story. We'll, we'll get to that in a second because I want to finish the text. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. You will not and we will not live abundantly if we are not reborn, is what he's saying. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. What is he saying? Two different, there's two different things that happens, right? You got the flesh, 
We're born of the flesh, and then you got born of the spirit. The spirit is this, it's this mysterious thing when it comes to God and when it comes to how things happen, the conception of things. And let's think about, did anybody see? Let's just take it to natural birth. I'm going to stop sharing real quick, and then we'll finish that. Uh-oh. <laughs> what did I do? Ah! Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. All right. Let's 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 take it to natural birth real quick. The natural birth process. Your mom and your dad got together, and there was something happened. Did anybody see when you were conceived? Like, could anyone see when it happened and how it happened? You just knew there was an act and then all of a sudden something happened. But did anybody see when it happened and how it happened? Only in the spirit did that happen. No one saw it. No one, no one could say, well, I know exactly when and how that sperm got in there. And it just is that in the third. No, no, no. Only God knows that because because even that happened in the spiritual realm. Because no, because one, OK, there's millions of sperm trying to get to one, trying to get to one egg. These are all spiritual things. No one can see those things. So the flesh is when we come out, but the spirit is what no one sees. No one sees the conception. Just like when you're born again, no one sees that. I was born again right here sitting in, I wasn't in this specific chair, but I was in this office. I was born again. Here's the thing. When you're born again, when you're born again, you, you don't even know that you're born again. You don't feel anything. Come on. Can I get a witness? Can I get away to somebody? If you were born again, did you feel anything when you got born again? I didn't feel anything. I sat here. I'm like, I'm born again, Lord. He says, you're born again, son. He says, now go forth. And I was like, well, what do I do? And I heard nothing until one day he's like, and then he's like, I got an assignment for you. See, that's what happens. See, once you're born again, you're, you're going to get an assignment. Let's finish up the text so I can get you out of here. Hold on a second. Let me share my screen again. Uh, where's my screen go? I don't know. Share the screen back to the window. I know, right? I'm just running my mouth here. All right, let's get back to this. Finish it up. Good old Nikki. Then it says at verse seven, marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. So he says, don't be worried. Don't, don't, don't be so focused on that. The wind bloweth where it listeth. I guess that's what that says. And thou hearest the sound thereof but canst not tell whence it came. Uh-oh, I was just talking about that. And whither it goeth, so is everyone that is born of the spirit. I'm gonna stop there. You should go back and read that whole chapter. All right, what in the world is Jesus talking about? See, he was just talking about the same thing. Well, I was just kind of explaining that. So you can't see the wind. You can't see when you're born again. You can't see the spirit, but it's happening. So so living abundantly, right? Because that's what we're talking about. What you have to, to, to even have abundance, you got to enter the place. What place are you going to enter? You have to enter the kingdom of God. Right. Because remember, gold's in the land, money, all the money, all the gold, all the silver, all the stuff is in the land. And the land has been set up for you in everything you need. So let's go. Let's let's go back to let's go back to how we can prove how we can prove this abundance. 
Matthew 6.33 and 6.34. 6.33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So you enter the kingdom and all you do at that point is seek first the kingdom. Why? Because you don't have to think. You don't have to worry. You don't have to even put your mind on anything that you quote unquote need because everything's there. Everything's there. And it says, it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So that's all you're going for. And all the stuff you need will be just, it's just given. So in the kingdom, right? We got to be born again. We got to start over. Like, to, like, listen, like, this is something that I was like, Lord, you want me to start over again? He says, well, it's not that I have to start over again, right? Because you're in the kingdom. You now you have to take on a new, you have to take on a new thought, a new mindset. Because he says, I'm taking you somewhere. I'm taking you somewhere here. Last night I had a dream. And it was an interesting dream. I don't have many dreams. And whenever I get a dream, it's like, uh oh, something, something good is on the way. And here's, and I'm gonna give you the premise of the dream because. Because it wasn't like, it wasn't like it was, it, dreams aren't long, it wasn't, wasn't drawn out. A good friend of mine, good friend of mine was, we were at an event and he's a speaker. Uh, shout out to my brother, Robert Kennedy III. Um, and Robert Kennedy was doing something or he was supposed to do something. And he saw me in the crowd. He says, Jay, I'm not able, I'm not able to do this thing. He says, but I need you to step in for me. And I was sitting in the crowd and they were calling, they was calling him up and he says, no, 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 I'm sending him up. And they brought me up and it's like, it's crowded everywhere. It's a lot of people there. I wasn't prepared. And, but I had to speak on a specific topic. And so, and so the person, I can't remember, I can't tell if it might've been Robert's dad. It might've been his dad. Cause I, I, I actually spoke at his, I actually spoke at his church once. And he gives me this paper. He says, well, this is what we're talking about today. And I'm like, well, what is that? And I didn't, I didn't have anything. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready. And here's what the Lord showed me in the, in the dream. He says, he says, when you, when you connect to the anchor, because it was something about anchors. He says, look, when you, when you take your anchor and you, and you attach it, to something that does not move. Oh man, there's nothing that will stop you. And literally I stood in front of the people, I got excited and I started to deliver a message and then I woke up and I woke up and all I could hear was anchor, 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 anchor yourself. Anchor yourself. Don't allow the winds to blow you. Anchor yourself, anchor yourself. If you listen to this today, anchor yourself in the kingdom of God. Here's why. Because the winds are coming. Remember the story of Peter. He's walking on water. Jesus is calling him out. And, and, and here's what Peter said. Peter saw the wind. Who can see the wind? What that means is that Peter saw problems. That's like the wind. The wind is a metaphor for, for, for the challenges of life. Things are coming up. You get scared. And he saw these challenges and he, and that's when he lost, he took his eye off the Lord. Anchor yourself in the one thing that will not crash. But here's the thing. What does it take? 
Here's what it takes. Start over today. Start over in the kingdom and live abundantly. And one of the benefits of living in the kingdom is you never have to worry or think about tomorrow because tomorrow is already taken care of. That's what Jesus said in verse 34 of Matthew 6. Tomorrow's already taken care of. You are, you, I'm talking about you are set. And I'm gonna leave you with this. I'm gonna leave you with this. As you anchor yourself, as you anchor yourself in the kingdom, start over, allow yourself to look at things that don't make sense, be born again. But here's the thing, here's how it's gonna work. Commit your plans to the Lord. Proverbs 16, three, and he will establish your plans. He will establish them. He will elevate you. He will take you to a place that you you probably never thought you can get to. God's so good that he'll do that for you. But here's the thing. <laughs> Enter the kingdom of God for their safety there. There's no problems there. There's only abundance and only life. So guys, I thank you for joining me for, for this episode of the Account for Life podcast. Jay Moore, the healthy accountant, helping you to account for your life. God bless. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live. So live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.